This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. Welcome to the All Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Chan, intuitive life purpose coach and founder of Being My Purpose. I had a successful career, an Ivy League education, and led a very rational life. Several years ago, I had a spiritual awakening, developed psychic gifts, and decided to dedicate my life to pursue my purpose and empower others. I'm hungry to learn even more about the incredible potential of the human mind and spirit. On this podcast, I talk to entrepreneurs, executives, scientists, and leaders to hear their stories of transformation, the science behind them, and what it means for you to unlock your potential in your life and career. Together, let's embark on a discovery of all possibilities. Welcome to All Possibilities. I am your host, Julie Chan, and today I have a very special guest. He is Eduardo Placer. He's already dancing. Uh, He is the founder of Fearless Communicators. I met Eduardo at a networking dinner, and I was intrigued by his personality and his presence, and later found out that he is a public speaking coach. So I brought him in today in part to learn more about his work and the, the great work he is doing to empower leaders who are socially minded, who are looking to really make a difference in the world. And in part because he and I had actually done a full purpose reading together. And most of you know by now that I do these mini intuitive readings on air and these are short and sweet and the one that I did with Eduardo was over three hours long. And this is sort of something that I typically do with my clients where I go into what is your life purpose within the Akashic Records? How has it manifested over time? What blocks exist and how can how can you really embrace and express your purpose in different areas of your life, whether it's career, your business, um, in relationships, and um, the impact that that you want to make in the world? So, so that's a really special treat for me because I actually haven't. Um, caught up with him to see the impact of that work and and so I'm curious to know what has transpired since that conversation and uh, since that reading. So welcome Eduardo to the show. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) First Eduardo, why don't you tell us about who you are, what you do, Mm. and how it is that you became a public speaking coach. Awesome. First of all, it's so great to be here with you. And I, you know, just really acknowledge you for your, the work that you do. I just think it's so important. Um, we're, we're in an era where purpose is being aligned with people. And I just think you have such a unique approach to empower entrepreneurs and purpose-driven people with access to the purpose in a profound way. Those were a lot of P's. Yes. That was very, the consonance of that was delish. Um, So, yes, my name is Eduardo Placer, and I believe that everyone has a voice and a story to share. And I have the privilege of being a public speaking coach. So what I do is I work with leaders and change makers to own that voice and that story so they can make an impact in their communities and then the world. 
And I started out initially as an actor and I was an actor for about 15 years. I worked all over the country, did over 38 plays, Shakespeare, musical theater. And I think growing up in Miami, Florida, which is where I'm from, I, I always longed for the stage and nobody let me, <laughs> you know? So I think had I performed in elementary school or middle school, I maybe would have gotten out of my blood, you know, but I didn't. So I had to fight for it. So when I graduated from college and then moved to New York after undergrad, completely turned my life into an expression of something that had been repressed, something that I had not been allowed to share. And, you know, spent 15 years doing that. And what happened is over the course of the last couple of years that I was acting, I kept finding myself on stage asking myself the question, is this all that I'm called to do in my life? And the answer, no, just became louder and louder and louder and louder. And I knew that I really wanted to make an impact. And I knew I had a gift and an ability to work with people so that they could make an impact. And what happened is I was working at a theater company. I was a company member. I produced their HIV and AIDS fundraiser. I was a teaching artist. I mean, if there was a way of expressing myself and my power in that community, it was expressed. And at the end of the season, they didn't have a job for me anymore. So I came back to New York and I said, well, now what am I going to do with my life? And I knew that what I loved about public speaking is that First of all, I have anxiety and shame and fear about myself standing up in front of people. So I know that in a very personal way. And I also know that the work that I've done on stage and the work that I've done just in transformational work, period, gives me an opportunity to understand how the body shows up to the event of speaking, which is different, and how mindset and connection to something greater speaking from your commitment as opposed to speaking from your fear or your shame is what actually makes a difference. So I'm able to unlock that in people's bodies, you know, shift the mindset. And then I call it sister acting people. So it's like the mousy little nun that's all of a sudden saying, Seraphim, sweet, you know, all of a sudden this voice comes out of her. And I found that I could do that to people. Um, and, and that's where it started. So then in 2015, I launched my business officially and immediately just stepped into this global space. I, I do work with a Muslim Jewish conference. I do work with uh, an inclusive community of men, expanding the conversation about what it means to be a man. Uh, I have commitments working with a school in Southern Kenya, where a third of the students are HIV and AIDS orphans. I also work in, um, have a relationship with a LGBTQ activist organization in, in South Eastern Africa. And, and it's, and I also work a lot with women to own their voice and story. So I work with women entrepreneurs, women business leaders. So there are ways in which I know that if I'm working with a person who is poised to make the biggest difference, then the ripple is bigger. So, uh, so that's how I see it. I see that I'm, I'm arming fearless communicators all over the planet to talk about the stuff that I think needs to be spoken about in a powerful way to make a difference. This is great. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue. Awesome. Do you have a story or a comment you'd like to share? I'd love to hear from you. 
Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at All Possible Show. You can also connect with me directly at my own website, beingmypurpose.com. Do you remember what we used to say about running? Oh, somebody bigger had to chase you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. I'm BJ Smith, and that's exactly how I felt about running most of my life. That was until one fall day in 2011. I was chasing my son in the backyard when... Something had to change. This was the beginning of my journey to becoming a runner. One that would take me from couch to marathon in less than two years. Now I'm setting my sights higher. This is 16 Weeks, a new podcast from Mouth Media Network, following me on my journey to get into shape while keeping up my obligations at work and still being there for my family. And I'm not doing it alone. My name is Keith Smart. I won a silver medal in Beijing. I'm a sport and exercise psychologist at ECU. Coach athletes all over the world. I'll talk with experts about challenges all runners face, like figuring out how to make time to run, what to eat, and how to train. You got so dehydrated. Your heart rate went up and it felt like you were working so hard. Everything's trainable, whether it's run form, strength. That's all trainable, and so is our thinking. Subscribe now to 16 Weeks on iTunes, Google Play Music, or wherever you find great podcasts. Together, we can do this. Welcome back. I am here with Eduardo Placer, founder of Fearless Communicators, and let's dive right back in. I really appreciate the work that you do and the ripple effect that that does create because on a personal level, I'm an incredible introvert Mm. and it has taken me a very long time to find my voice, to own my voice, and to to see myself in a way that mm. I didn't see myself. Um, if you had asked me years ago or even last year that I would be hosting a podcast and sharing my voice literally, yeah. I would not have believed it. Right. And can you talk a little bit about that process? It's almost a transformation mm. for someone to to find their voice. And how, how do you do that? Well, I'm going to confess something, which is, I think I'm an introvert too. <gasps> so I'm like an introverted extrovert. <gasps> so I, it's, it's a new discovery. I'm an introvert who's not shy, right? So sometimes I think people, when you think someone's an introvert, you're like, oh, they're shy or they don't like to take up space. And I know that for me, like there's a cost <gasps> and I do really recharge in my room by myself, (laughs) you know, I'm not like, I need to go out to New York city and you need more juice, more people. So, so I get the introverted conversation. And I also know that there's an opportunity to again, stand in your commitment as opposed to your concern or your fear. Right. And I think for people who are, who identify as introverted, sometimes there's a story attached to that, which is I'm not good at it or it's not my strength, right? And there's an opportunity to discover what is the power of you sharing, right? Which is not in opposition to your introversion, but like you have a different way of seeing the world or you have an empathy, which is different than someone who's just a natural. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, that's just something that I wanted to put in. So the process begins physical with physical work. So it's really looking at the body. I have people warm up in a dynamic physical way 
Because people think that their voice, if I were to ask you, where's your voice, where would you say? Kind of throat, Mm. mouth area, I guess. Awesome. So now close your mouth and speak. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm going to ask you again, where's your voice? Maybe more around the lungs area, (laughs) even. Mm. It's not. That's exactly the issue, right? So we have an occurring of our voice being in our throat or in our mouth, but your voice is actually out in the world. Hmm. Like the whole purpose of your speaking, like all speaking is public speaking. True. Right? Good point. There's no like internal, like, I mean, there's an internal dialogue. You know, there's an internal conversation that you're having with yourself. And thank God we don't know what's going on in there, right? But all speaking is public speaking because the whole point of the speaking is that it land on another human being. And we have an occurring of our speaking being inside of us, in my mouth, in my throat. So what I do is when I warm people up is they start getting understanding one of breath because people don't know how to breathe. They breathe very shallow. So one of the things that triggers people when they speak is that the blank feeling, the hand sweating, the mind racing, and that is hyperventilation. So it's just not breathing not taking the time to make room for the breath, a deeper breath. And I have people breathe to their second chakra, the lower dentien, which is orange, like the color of my business. It's also what my singing teacher called the zorch. So I call it the zorch. For those of you who are listening to this, who know me, you know all about the zorch. And if you have never heard about the zorch, now you know about the zorch. And it's juicy and it's delicious. It's the high spot, like where you lead from like salsa, Latin dancing. It's like a... It's a life force. It's like your shot. It's your, your sexual chakra, like that sexual energy. Um, so it's like really rooting yourself in that power and that breath. And, and then once you identify that, then, you know, starting to make sounds that are triggered by body movement. So getting the body to engage in a dynamic gesture, because then the voice has no other choice but to come out of your body. And then all of a sudden people have an awareness of their voice being out in the room and bouncing off of walls. So it's really, really powerful. And then after that, what we do is we start looking at places where we carry tension, like the jaw or the tongue or the the larynx. People that feel like, I have no idea that I had tongue tension or jaw tension. And we start doing things like uh, as you're touching your jaw. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this great spot. It's right where your upper jaw and your lower jaw meet. I love that you're doing it. If you're doing this at home, like do it right now. And what happens is you're going to know that you hit the spot because it hurts. It's like really tender. And you just really want to massage it and breathe out. And it's so juicy. It's so good. We really ignore this. Nobody touches it. (laughs) So the jaw, the tongue, the larynx are just really great places to just spend some time warming up. And people are cold. So people speak cold. Like now you wouldn't do it. And you you may be speaking for 30 minutes or 45 minutes. If you're running for 30 or 45 minutes, odds are you're going to stretch, you know, but we don't stretch. So that, uh, that's the beginning of the work that I do. And then what we do is talk about mindset. So how do you shift your mindset? Because what you're going to speak into is I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't belong here. They're going to think that I'm stupid or like whatever is going on in our mind, we project into the audience. So there's an opportunity to choose something else. And what I call that is the um, IOR paradigm, intention, outcome, and result. So what you look is like, who are you being when you are speaking? 
And then after that, give a conversation about what is the experience that the audience is having because of who you are being. And then like, what is the result of the conversation? It could be a sales conversation. It could be you presenting on stage. It could be a result from this podcast. It could be how many viewers, you know, tag you, how many people write back and say, this was awesome. So there's an opportunity for you to set a context for the conversation that has you show up as powerful and not at the mercy of whatever inner dialogue we have of not being good enough. Mm. Now I've done this work all over the world and everyone has limiting self-belief and it sounds the same no matter what the culture is and no matter where you are. You can be in Kenya with a group of high school girls. You can be in Germany with Muslim and Jewish leaders. You can be on an island in Bermuda with men. You can be with a group of executive women. You know, the sound, the tape is all the same. I'm not good enough. Someone else is smarter. I don't deserve to be speaking. I'm a sham. Like all of that. There's nothing more profoundly human than that experience. And there's an opportunity to choose something else. And it's always empowering when you do that. And then that's when you're speaking in alignment to your commitment as opposed to your fear. Because there's a reason why you're called to speak. And maybe that's your purpose. Hence our conversation. Mm -hmm. Your purpose or your mission or your vision. And there's an opportunity for you to realize for yourself that the reason why you're up there is because you have something important to say. And you're the unique person to say that, to share that. And then when you're present to that power, then all there is, is an opportunity to be present to the difference that you're making out there with the audience. Now, what's interesting is if we, if you're speaking and if your focus is on yourself, then the focus is on the wrong place because the focus is always on the audience making a difference out there. And it's interesting. I was working with a, a client of mine who's a gymnast. She's a world world qualified gymnast. And when she speaks, you know, she was talking about her ums and all of her vocal fillers or whatever. She's like deducting herself points. Like, you know, that's point two, that's point three, that's point five. That's a one point deduction and not intentionally, but that's just how we look at it and think about how we, how we're graded. We're graded on a hundred percent. And then what we're doing is we're deducting points for our perceived failures and speaking isn't a test. It's not physics. It's not math. It's not two plus two equals four. It's like a living, breathing human experience. And nobody's counting the ums unless you're counting them. If you're focusing on the ums, then fine. But that's not what's important. If you are up there speaking from a place of power and authenticity and vulnerability and being real, nobody's counting. Because they're present to reality. They're present to humanity. They're present to somebody making a difference or somebody putting themselves out there. And that's profoundly interesting. It's theater, it's drama, and it's compelling, and it's powerful. Thank you for describing it in that way. It really certainly resonates with, with me, and I'm sure our audience, because you know we're all up to making a difference mm. in the world. And for, for me, Finding my voice involved letting go of a lot of story mm -hmm. that my voice didn't matter mm -hmm. or that, you know, anecdotal evidence mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Quantitative right. evidence is king. And it took a lot for me to 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 see the the power in sharing and and also to understand the rec 
to to understand the cost in not sharing. Mm-hmm. And for me, when the when I sort of came out of the closet about intuitive or psychic gifts, when the circles that I ran in didn't have, you know, we, that was not something that we talked about day to day. That that I was thinking about, you know, what if there's someone else out there who mm. is going through the same thing and wondering if they're crazy or wondering yeah. if you know what what this all means, and and that there there is a cost to that. Maybe they maybe they won't find their voice. Maybe they won't live their purpose. Maybe they won't find the joy and the happiness that they're really looking for. Mm. And that is a ripple effect. Yeah. A downward ripple effect. It's so interesting. I, so I'm I'm in the midst of uh, an interview series myself. It's called Power Talk: How to Banish Your Fear of Public Speaking and Give Amazing Presentations That Will Skyrocket Your Business. And I was speaking to this woman. She started this movement called Supreme Love. It's a Supreme Love community. She's a PhD at um, the Pennsylvania State University. And she was talking about the work that she does with with radical supreme love is what she talks about. And she says that when you don't have your voice, when you're not speaking up, you're taken advantage of, you know, your identity, like you disappear, like there's a risk of disappearing and there's almost like a death, you know, like you fade and that's the cost. Mm-hmm. of not speaking, of not being on your voice. Now, there are ways that you can be on your voice that's not speaking. Like, for example, like there, there are ways in which we can communicate, right? That's not just verbal. And the charge is to communicate. There's mm-hmm. way too much on this planet, you know, for us to be communicating on. So we need you to communicate. Mm-hmm. That is our charge. So thank you for communicating. Thank you for managing whatever there is for you to manage. (laughs) You know, it took something like it took something for you to get out of your comfort zone, you know, and to say, wait a second, like I have a gift and I have something to share and what that is, is important. And I'm going to start speaking about it. And as I start speaking about it, I'm going to gain more and more courage in my speaking about it. And it will attract the people to whom this message will resonate. Mm-hmm. And now you have a podcast. Yeah. And a community. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> but it took you taking action. It took you stepping into it. It took you saying, wait a second, someone's going to judge me. Someone's going to think this is weird. Someone's going to think that this is whatever. And your commitment was bigger than your concern. Your mission, your vision, your purpose was bigger than your fear. Right? You, had, you were aligned. You know, and when you find that alignment, like nothing can hold you back. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful feeling and I I know that in this day and age that it really is the charge for for all of us to find find our voice mm. whether it's the our, our voice that we have with ourselves mm. with our families with our communities with with a cause that we feel so passionate about when when our, our own limiting thoughts are saying, no, that's not going to work or it's mm. not going to make money or it's not going to, you know, make the difference or everyone else is doing it. Why me? Right. And just to, just to go for it. Mm. All right. Let's take another break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the purpose reading that I did with Eduardo and what has transpired since then. 
Da-da-da-da. I can't wait. If you're a business decision maker, you should listen to this. The show you're listening to is produced by Mouth Media Network, a podcasting network focused on the business of lifestyle. Because of our team's background and deep connections with brands, influencers, and ecosystems, we offer a tremendous opportunity to bring your company's message and products in front of decision makers from several verticals, including fashion, beauty, travel, materials and textiles, health and fitness, and lifestyle. Reach out to the Mouth Media team now at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Let's explore how we can collaborate and make Mouth Media Network a meaningful resource to share your message and grow your business. Again, that's podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Okay, that commercial break was just maybe around a minute, and it has been maybe over four months since I've last talked with Eduardo about his purpose reading. So let me share a little bit from the first paragraph. Uh, I had channeled maybe six pages, single-spaced of text about his purpose, so this, you know, this is not a true representation of everything that we went into, but just to give you a little taste... And then I'd love to hear from Eduardo what has happened since then, how this reading has impacted him. So in this case, I asked in the Akashic Records, what is his purpose in life? And it says, Eduardo's purpose is to be the lion. It is to be able to roar with the fierceness of someone who has seen the world and knows his place. It is not to be dominant per se, but to be fully aware of where he stands in the chain of life, where all elements are interconnected and linked together like a chain. He is someone who knows he has a ferociousness that when unleashed can be overwhelming at times. He can be overbearing even though he tries to tiptoe like a little cat. The duality of being the fierce lion and the timid cat is his theme in life. What that means is that for most of his life, it was a learning of how to battle between the two until he discovered how to embrace the two. So I'll stop there. And I'd love to hear from you, Eduardo, what it was like during the reading. And also what has happened since then? How has this reading impacted you in, in any area of your life? So I remember... I remember sitting with you as you were reading it and just being completely blown away by the detail of it, you know? And I did like, I'm not someone who has a deep relationship with people who are intuitive, <laughs> you know, like this is like, I'm not like somebody who's in this space all the time that I'm like, that I seek out people to have these conversations. And we did a mini reading and it really made a difference. Like when you offered one for me, I was just like, wow, that's profound. So when you said that you would do a full one, I was like, let's do it. Right. So, and there were multiple phases. So this is just the beginning. This is like a three page single space document of you channeling. Right. 
And what was awesome is that I could see where, you know, archetypally, is that the word? Sure. Um, where that conflict between being a lion versus a cat was showing up in my life. Right. And leading up to early December, you know, I would say that with my business, I'd been very timid and I hadn't been someone who had, uh, like I was sharing, but not sharing, but it was like timidly sharing. It wasn't like fearlessly sharing. Right. And the name of my business is fearless communicators. Right. Mm -hmm. It's kind of amazing. This whole idea of being fearless or ferocious, like all of that comes across with this whole lion metaphor, which I love. And one of the original logos that they had for my business was a lion, which you didn't know. Mm. And I ended up not choosing that, but that was like the idea of a lion, which is also orange and mane, mm -hmm. you know, is totally aligned and brand with my care, with my, uh, with my business. So what I'll say is that I, I shifted in December and after this reading, it was like yet another signal to me, um, to move out of a scarcity context and really sharing and celebrating from an abundance context. And in that, what happened is I got out of my own way and I let myself show up to lead the pride. Mm. So what that looks like is like, like I had the biggest month for my business in March, you know, and it was the first time that we went into five figures. So it Congrats. was just like a huge breakthrough and it came from me just standing in the space of not being a selfish lion, you know, because the, a lion needs the support of the pride, you know, which mm -hmm. you talk about. But it really came from uh, being unapologetic and owning the power, right? Um, and not from a place of selfishness or not from a place of greed or not from a place of me, but like really like leading from a place of generosity and abundance. So uh, what that also looks like is, it's, you know, multiply the impact of the people that I've reached. Uh, you know, I'm in multiple leadership training programs, right? So like where I show up is I show up to serve, you know, and where I show up to serve, it like really makes a difference, you know, because I show up to make a difference. So uh, I participated in this event called the Catalyze Courage Summit, where I worked with young um, with high school women and also recent entrepreneurs that are women uh, imagine what their lives would look like if they were 1% more courageous, mm. right? So I sh showed up there to lead. Um, I'm in the team management leadership program, which is an, which is a program where we, we cause effective leadership in building teams and teamwork. So we work with leaders who are looking to create big things in their life. And I work with them to help cause that for themselves. I have my own coaching practice, right? So there's like this expansive space of me showing up, um, and it's really, it's really juicy. And what's so interesting is I was noticing that after this big pride swell, you know, like I've been moving a little bit in timidity in the past couple of weeks. Mm. So this is such a great refresher, you know, to connect to that because it is always a dance, you mm -hmm. know, it's like a yin and a yang, you know, so, uh, so where do I make room for the lion and the kitty, mm -hmm. you know, and when does the lion come out to play? You know, and, and what is the space that the kitty has to also like right. be with where the kitty is, right? Right. Beautiful. I'm so glad that it impacted you and that the, the result of that is that not only are you kind of thriving, that the people that you engage with are also able to bring out their gifts. And it's always about that for me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a vessel for that. And I mean, I have the own space. I have the space where an I share. Right. Right. And what's more important to me is not that I share, but that there's an army of people that are sharing. Right. You know, so that's what, that's what connects me to why I do what I do. That's my purpose. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, we are out of time. You know that I can always keep talking and asking (laughs) questions. And Eduardo, it was a pleasure having you on our show and for sharing your work with us and also um, letting us have a glimpse in your purpose reading and how that has impacted you. So thank Mm. you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. And I really acknowledge you again for the work that you do. And it's such an honor to share this time on this planet with you, aligning people with their purpose in the ways that we do. Um, so this is an opportunity for you to share with our audience something that is important to you, whether mm. it's a cause, a word of advice, a book, or what, what have you. And also let the audience know how they can get in touch with you. Totally. Wow, there's so many causes. So the one that, that rings true to me right now that I'm present to is the work that I do with Muslim and Jewish leaders. So it's called the Muslim Jewish Conference. It's an annual conference this year. I'll be in Sarajevo leading there in an arts and culture committee. So working with communities of um, Muslim and Jewish leaders on artistic expression and collaboration. So we're in the early phases of planning that, but I'm really excited about that. And you can find out about them at, um, I think it's mjc.org, but you can definitely Google the, the Muslim Jewish conference. And you can always find me at www.fearlesscommunicators.com. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at stand four, which is the number four stand for fearless. And what I always share at the end is to remember to fear less, to speak free and to love more. How do I end? That was beautiful. And scene. Thank you, Eduardo, for being here. Thank you to our listeners for taking the time to follow us on our journey. And until next time. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at All Possible Show. Episodes are available on iTunes, Google Play, and our website, allpossibilitiesshow.com. This show is produced by Mouth Media Network, copyright 2017, all rights reserved. No portion of the show may be distributed or published without the expressed written permission of the producers. Thank you for joining us. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.